Operation Confidence proudly presents America's Invisible Heroes radio talk show. Tune in weekly on Sundays from 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Pacific time with your host, Consuela Mackey, co-host, U.S. Air Force veteran, Matt Davidson, announcer, Taylor Marcella, U.S. Army veteran and Strategies for Hope segment host, Dr. Kathy Cash, U.S. Army Reserve veteran and entertainment segment host, Charles Whitehead, U.S. Army Special Forces veteran, and I once was whole segment host, Richard Cook, U.S. Army veteran and lifeline for women's veterans segment host, Martha, Elena, Varela, National Faith Director, Chaplain, and Veterans and Recovery segment host, Anthony Akinpora, and U.S. Air Force veteran and incarcerated to success segment host, Kevin Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org Operation Confidence is a grassroots nonprofit. The organization's mission is to provide stable housing for veterans who have experienced homelessness, as well as providing a wide range of supportive services. To help accomplish our goal, a successful landowner has donated land for the project, a world-renowned architect has offered to design the houses, and construction classes from the local community colleges will take part in building the houses. Your support and donations are needed. To get involved, please visit our website at www.operationconfidence.org or email info at operationconfidence.com. Okay. Well, welcome everyone, and thank you for tuning in to America's Invisible Heroes. No, I'm not a veteran, but my heart goes out to our American heroes, especially those who are disabled and may have experienced homelessness. For those of you who are new to the show, Operation Confidence is the host of American Invisible Heroes, and the show was established to provide a platform for our veterans to be able to share their experiences, heartfelt stories, resources, challenges, and accomplishments. Now, allow me to introduce you to our co-host for today. We have U.S. Air Force veteran, Matt Davidson, who so happens to be the Vice President of Operation Confidence. We have U.S. Army Reserve veteran, Charles Whitehead. He's a board member and another co-host. We have attorney Jody Galvin. She has a monthly segment called Community Veterans Justice Project. And then we have Lauren Hammond. She has a monthly segment called Creative Charities Auction and also an Operation Conference sponsor. Coming on later would be attorney Eric Olson. He has a monthly segment called Help or Helps Nonprofit Law Firm. And then last but not least, we have U.S. Navy veteran Calvin Poole. He has a monthly segment called Blind Veterans Helping Blind Veterans. So without no further ado, take it away, Matt. Yes, it gives me great pleasure to bring back Jody Galvin, founder and executive director of the Community Veteran Justice Project, which is dedicated to ensuring current and former military service members that they receive the information, support, and services that they need, and to use the California's veterans' statutes to improve their lives. Uh, CVJP provides specific services, policy, and advocacy 
and community education to assist justice involved service members, veterans with obtaining alternative sentencing for some felonies and diversion for misdemeanor cases. This can result in treatment rather than incarceration in some cases being dismissed and records being sealed. Now, I know that Jody has been very busy uh, ever since she began this new uh, project that is so vital to veterans. And, uh, but we wanna bring her on and wanted her to talk about what she's up to right now and uh, I don't think she's got a lot of time to talk at great length, but but uh, to give a brief overview would be much appreciated. That's and, right. Uh, so we'd Thank like you, to hear Jody. from you, Jody. And we're Thank so happy to welcome Jody to the team. Hello, girl. <laughs> Thank you so much, and I want to wish everyone a happy New Year. Right. And happy New Year to you too. And you know what I want to share with all of you is I hope that each one of you will take time to take loving care of yourself and right. take time to make your soul happy. That's mm. right, so, Great. so important. And, and we all have to really guard against burnout, you know, for each one of us individually and those that work with us and for us. Um, most of us are in the service profession and we're always concerned about the clients we serve, but I'm putting it out here, right here and now, please take loving care of yourself. That's what I want us all to do in this new year. You got that right, thank you. So I wanna give a very brief uh, update about the Community Veteran Justice Project, because I'm hoping in this segment, I can also share with you just a few of the new laws that got passed this year. So in regards to CVJP, think of CVJP as an entity that if, if anyone has served in the military, active military, reservists, National Guard, all veterans, regardless of their discharge status, if they get arrested and they live in LA County, they should contact CVJP as soon as possible because there are California statutes specific for this population. We're the subject matter experts on these statutes. We will tell the client exactly what the requirements are, exactly what they need to do. We will connect with the client and their attorney because everyone in the criminal justice system will get a criminal defense attorney. We will work with them. We will help provide a support system to get this alternative sentencing and diversion and connect them with any and all resources they need at no cost. That's what we uh, do. That's amazing. That's so terrific. in addition to that, we also strive to never turn a veteran away. And to give you a prime example of that, you know, uh, maybe a month and a half ago, the Red Cross contacted CVJP because a veteran couple they're, both of them were veterans. He served in the Vietnam War. Their house caught on fire. She tried to save him. He died. She was severely burned. They contacted CVJP to help. 
And we immediately jumped into action. We immediately got her extended hotel housing while we worked on long-term housing. We immediately got her $1,000 worth of clothes and toiletries. We immediately connected her with the chaplain. We took her to the mortuary so she could work on her husband's burial. She wanted a full military burial. The cost was over $2,000. We got the funds for that. We set up a complete support system for her that included many women's veteran programs, including um, a dear friend of mine has the Mindful Veteran Project that includes outings to operas. And we got her fancy clothes for that. And she's going to be attending the opera with her friend. Whatever she needs, we are helping her get that as well as a strong support system. So we do everything we can to help these veterans and never turn them away. Right. And there, there isn't any other entities that do this. Okay. That I know of. That's amazing. And I'd also like to share some great news. We were able to get a grant so the city of LA has a department of race, equity, diversity, and they identified nine areas in the city of LA that have been the most impacted by poverty and racism. And we teamed up with uh, a church in South LA that's in one of the, those areas. And we applied to, be, to create a peace and healing center and we got that grant. Hmm. And we will be building a peace and healing center in South LA. And we've identified the vet that we're gonna hire for that project. And uh, we will have that person there 25 hours a week, plus doing two eight hour community, community events a month. And once we get them in there, my vision is to work with the church to, in addition to that, begin working on some veteran intergenerational programs. So we're constantly evolving and trying to create more services for vets. What I would also like to share with you is some of a few of the laws that have been passed in 2003, 23. I wish I could tell you that uh, I could be your go-to person. I can't. Um, all I can do is give you a little bit of info about these laws, and then thank God we all have Google. So the first one I want to tell you about is SB 1338, the Community Assistance Recovery and Empowerment Act. This will create care courts. This is to target people with severe mental illnesses like schizophrenia. So if any of you have had loved ones, family members with severe mental illness, you'll know how challenging it is and how heartbreaking it is. This is to create care courts and um, LA County is one of the six counties that will be the first counties to implement this starting October 1st. And then the rest of the California counties will also implement this in the upcoming years. Essentially, 
it creates these care courts that allows first responders, family members, clinicians to refer designated clients to be referred to these care courts, create voluntary treatment plans with a ton of services. But if they fail, they'll be on a short list for a conservatorship. Mm. So it's a very unique law, unknown how it's going to all pan out. Next, there's Senate Bill 731 that significantly expands the automatic ceiling of eligible felonies that occur after January 1st, 2005, if certain circumstances are met. Um, set SB 1209 is a new law that affects, um, it, it expands penal code section 1170.91 that allows for people that are serving or have served in the US military that have a trauma that's related to their military service that are either incarcerated or still under the supervision of the court, whether it's probation or parole. And at the time of their sentencing, the court did not consider their military traumas to get a resentencing, to have their sentence reduced. Mm. So um, there is the LA Veteran Collaborative. You can Google it. It meets the second Wednesday of the month. I co-chair the legal and reentry. We have a speaker every month. And in the month of May, we'll be having a state public defender address all the specifics of how someone petitions to have this done. So those of you that are interested in incarcerated veterans, this will be a vital interest to them. Um, Certain uh, people in that uh, target cannot uh, utilize it if, if they're required to register as sex offenders, if they're convicted of certain felonies. So some other laws, um, SB 1228 prohibits law enforcement agencies from using the DNA collected from sex, sexual assault victims from being used in investigations of unrelated crimes. SB 1008 will provide free phone calls to people detained in California prisons and jails. That's huge, huge because it costs enormous to make calls from those entities. Um, AB 2799 limits the use of creative expression. You can't use rap lyrics as evidence in criminal cases. AB 1700 sets up a section on the state attorney general's website to report stolen items. And AB 2294 gives law enforcement the ability to keep those in custody who are accused of organized retail theft. Um, SB 836 prohibits the disclosure of a person's immigration status in open court in a criminal case by any party unless approved by a judge. AB 2147 allows all of us to jaywalk. AB 
2011 aims to boost housing production and affordability by turning unused retail spaces into homes and communities. It goes into effect July 1st. And AB 1594 allows the state attorney general, local prosecutors, and anyone who suffers harm as a result of a gun violence in California to sue firearm manufacturers. Now, in January, most papers put out articles, these are the most important laws going into effect January 1st. So I have by no means covered all the laws, but I thought those might be of interest to you. As the co-chair of the Legal and Reentry Group, we provide a monthly update, and these are just some of the ones that we provided for them. I hope they will be of some interest to you, and I hope everyone has a great new year. All right. Jody, one, a couple of questions. One question. uh, the, uh, the, the facility that's in Compton, uh, what all is going to take place there? Because I want to know, did they have any services for blind veterans? I, what facility in Compton? You said that there's a new uh, program coming together for you guys that just gotten the grant. Okay. The the are you talking about the Peace and Healing Center? Yeah. Okay. So the Peace and Healing Center we're partnering with the Bryant Temple AME Church. Okay. Okay. It's a church. They're the main contractor, mm -hmm. and we're the subcontractor. So CVJP, CVJP is going to provide CVJP services, just like we do now all the time. Can you tell us who is CVJP? A lot Community of people don't Vet know who that is. Community Veteran Justice Project. That's you. Yeah, that's us. Okay. Okay. So we partnered with the, a the Bryant Temple AME Church. They were the main contractor to create this peace and healing center to get funds from the city to the grant requires uh, the church to, to provide very specific deliverables, you know, race reconciliation, um, conflict resolution, all kinds of things for for the general public in that um surrounding area right oh i thought it's for veterans as well well it is for veterans but mm -hmm. it's in that it's in the south la target area oh gotcha so okay there's nine mm -hmm. identified areas in the city of la that have been identified as the nine areas in the city of LA most impacted by poverty, race, et cetera. Gotcha. And so they're putting fun funding and resources to try to heal those communities. Right, that's wonderful. Yeah, um, I'm very proud to be a part of it. Ms. Ms. Harris has something to ask you, Michelle. You're muted, there you go. Yes, ma'am. I was listening to everything you said, and it sounds awesome. I was just wondering how I would find out if we have the same, where I can find out if we have the same laws or similar laws in Virginia, because we're located on the East Coast in Virginia. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. so, so what 
what you need to do is Miss Harris. Harrison, yes, ma'am. Harrison. So you have a state legislature and they have a website. And you can you can see um you can go to their website and you can see various laws that are being introduced that get passed. You can get updates on them. You know, you can subscribe to it. But what I would highly recommend is you if you're particularly interested in a certain target group, like veterans or this or that. So here we formed the LA Veteran Collaborative. And within the collaborative, we have different working groups, you know, homeless, education, legal and reentry. And within those committees, you want a group, somebody's going to be interested in legislation, you know. Uh, team up with some law schools, see if they will make reports for you. You know what I mean? There's going to be people in your group that's going to have that interest. Understand. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Matt, you had a question? Yes. Uh, I would like to have, if you don't mind, Jody, a phone number for your organization, if people have more questions, they can call you and ask. Yes, you know, we have an 800 number and I don't have it off the top of my head. Well, I, can I send that to you, Matt, so you can put it out? You sure can. Thank right. you so much. And your veteran collaborative, is that downtown at Patriotic Hall? Um, you know, we've been, we've been meeting virtually because of COVID. Right. Um, but if people Google LA Veteran Collaborative. I'm a member of the collaborative. I get their emails all the time. I just didn't know whether or not they were starting to hold their I meeting. Mean, so uh, th they held one in-person meeting in December. Mm -hmm. they, they hope to hold another in-person meeting in May. Okay. But, but people should Google it because you've got to register. Right. I wouldn't wait till there's an in-person meeting. There's an, so one of the groups is called access and engagement and that's at nine o'clock and they're really involved in so much. Mm -hmm. And if people that are interested in legislation, there's a guy by the name of Richard and that's what he does, but this is California. But, but Ms. Todd, you can still you can still Google the Veterans Collaborative because you never know who you're going to meet there. Everybody under the sun that holds some type of an important position is a member of the collaborative. So you never know, and especially if they're holding it uh, through Zoom. Virtually, yeah. Virtually, for sure. They welcome people coming in from other states. So make sure you Google that. That's the Veterans Collaborative. And, you know... You should also talk to, you know, different national veteran entities because they may be staying up. You know, you know who you could talk to? Hmm. Talk to, so there's entities like DAV and the American Legion that are national and they have lobbyists and, and, and they try to stay up on legislation in various states, you know what I mean? And US legislation. Yes, thank you. 
Yeah. Okay. They're, they're going to help you. All right. I have a question for you, uh, uh, Jody. Sure. What does it mean we can all jaywalk now? It means, and let me give you the bill so you can Google it, because I am not an authority on it. All I have is the bill is AB 2147 allows pedestrians to jaywalk or cross the street outside of an intersection without being ticketed and and then it's cut off as long as and I didn't have it printed out. So the best thing to do is Google AB 2147. So prior to this law if you were to um, say you're on Sunset Boulevard or, you know, streets where police are driving around or police are walking around, if you were to cross the street and it's not at an intersection or a crosswalk, they could ticket you for jaywalking. Right. That's been out a long time. And, and you'd have to pay a fine. Yeah. X, Y, and Z. Now, you know, I'm assuming if it were safe to do so, they can't do that. Really? That's what the law is. And I, again, it's AB 2147. And jaywalking is scary if you're driving. So I just, you know, well, everybody don't I, look first. I, I, I'm sure it doesn't mean you can jaywalk when there's a lot of traffic. Yeah, but you know how people are. <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to get a ticket or hit. Yeah, that's the, the scary part. Hit. You get the ticket, you're going to get hit. Yeah, the hit part is scary, yeah. especially if you're the driver, you know? Well, but, that's why I asked the question because now, you know, you open up a, a, a liability thing for, you know, the jaywalkers or even because... Even the drivers. No, I, I hear you because here's the thing. You're the driver. Somebody walks into the street and you hit them. Who's yeah. the rival? Well, the that's driver. I'm saying. The driver. That's the scary part. That's what I was just yeah, saying. Yeah, well, yeah. So, uh, you know, let's stand back with some common sense. And this is not legal advice. I'm not giving you legal advice. Um, <laughs> you're not going to get a ticket. You're not going to get a ticket. But you're going to get hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they'd have to take me to the hospital if I hit somebody. Yeah. I would be the one just traumatized. <laughs> you know? But in the crosswalk. So, you know. Well, yeah, if, in the crosswalk, if you're in the crosswalk, Boy, the, the driver, you know, that I'm, could be. Depending on the injuries, it could be vehicular manslaughter. It could be a lot. Oh, of Lord, don't and, you know, this law, you know, that's why it's 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 uh, hey, I don't think I'm not saying it was a good law. I'm just no. saying it's a law. law. And that's why I'm, I'm saying it's surprising that something like that would pass with. You I know, hear you. We need to hear that part that was cut off. That's what it is. See, well, you know. now, I apologize, but. I you can Google AB twenty one forty seven. All right, and we'll get it. We'll get to it. But I thank you so much for your time and all that wealth of information. It's just amazing. I know everyone enjoyed it, and we can't wait for you to come on next next month for sure. 
And I'm going to contact you within the month to just share, see how we can create a partnership. I really appreciate it. And, and I'll try to remember to connect you with LARP and, and other things. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, thank you have any ending remarks? Matt? I just said thank you. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to remind everybody to take time to make your soul happy. Oh, yeah. God, that's automatic for me anyway. Yeah, and you all make me have happy. To be too. reminded. You all make me happy, too. So I already got my, my therapy. <laughs> but thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you next month. Okay, moving right along here. Um, we're going to go ahead on to Lauren. Lauren, it's on you, girl. Hi, well, um, um, my name is Lauren Hammond and my company is called Creative Charity Options. And one moment. One, Matt, I know you have to go now, so I thank you. I'll see you next month as well. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. And I sent my love. I'm, I'm sorry, Lauren. That's okay. Um, but I raise money for charities, nonprofits, schools, churches, synagogues, and other organizations that are looking to raise money by um, where I come in and I provide items for their silent live and online auctions. And we have hundreds of items in our inventory ranging from sports, music, and entertainment collectibles. We have art, jewelry, handbags, and lots of travel. Um, both locally, domestic, and international. And we gear what we bring to each event. And so we've worked with um, Operation Confidence and helping them raise money. And here are just a small selection of some of the things um, that we provide. Um, all of those all those items you see right now are, um, most of them um, are huge sellers. And we keep changing um, we're bringing in a lot of new items, and uh, this coming week we have some coming from our framer, so we'll have a lot of new ones. And we gear what we bring to each event, so we always like to find out the age range and demographics of the guests who'll be attending, how much they're paying to attend, what it, if there's a theme where it's being held, is it a golf tournament, a gala, a wine tasting? And, and then we gear the items to that and we bring our items that are our best sellers because they tend to sell wherever we take them. And um, I know um, we are starting to um, bring in new pieces of art. Um, we're creating a lot of new items that are, are different and we're looking to raise a lot of money with them. And we work with all kinds of nonprofits from you know, the the vets, we do a lot with the veterans. We work with Con, um, Connie quite frequently. And, um, but we work with cancer groups and autism. And um, we've been working with Ukraine, raising money for Ukraine. So we can help <coughs> in any way possible. That's and so cool. um, what about out of, out of the state? I mean, do you have anything where you can do an auction 